to the comic book rundown. Welcome back to the comic book. Yeah, <laughs> welcome back to the comic book. Okay. Rundown. I'm Ron, and with me today is my uh, co-host Gennaro. Howdy. Um, we're covering the sixth, fifth, fifth. Oh, there's, so there's only five, like five in this one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we're covering the fifth episode of this uh, revival story arc. If you want to hear our other coverage, listen to our last four episodes. Good job. Look, you could do this. I should make you do this more often. No, you know, I, really I say that like every it. time. It's uncomfortable. What do you mean? It's uncomfortable. <laughs> I like just being able to say hey. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. So we pick up literally, it's still the same night. We pick up where, where we left off. And we know it was the same night because Martha got a really good day's sleep. Because <laughs> she slept all day. Um, but Blaine, Abel, or douchebag, uh, Bud Light, Light Exorcist. Thank you. Um, he is, he's got May tied up, like we said. And he's blabbering on about whatever drawing in this demon she's got him monologuing but and she's not even saying anything that's the fucked up part this is he's such a douchebag say, he's such a douche that he just likes to hear himself talk I, and yes. wants her to know how much he's got everything under control and how everything is going exactly uh-huh. how he planned because he is a super genius and everybody else is inferior but because he's got time on his hands until the demon shows up i'm gonna torch i'm gonna do some light torturing on you because why the hell not uh but then he hears this like scream and we see we see the demon hopping into this is where the non-consensual penetration there we happens. go yes hopping into Martha's body through the mouth like you do uh, and and Bud Lyxis is like so you're gonna stay here and I'm gonna go check that out real quick and he grabs the biggest monkey wrench he can find because mm-hmm. you know overcompensating much yeah um, alright so look they do have monkey wrenches nowadays that are made out of aluminum and they're super light that are that size. But that one right there is one of the old steel. Oh, no, that's, that's like that, a legit one. That one would weigh like 15 pounds. Give or take. Yeah. So, yeah. That's but, not mean, the weapon of choice, personally. But, I mean, he doesn't look scrawny. Like, he has a little, it looks like he's got a little bit of build on him. But that also could be the puffy ass jacket. Yeah. And, and, and but regardless. Uh, even somebody that's strong, like even if you were swinging that. I mean, I, I would have no issue swinging a 15-pound wrench. Now, doing it all the time, not so much. But, like, to, to swing it more than a couple times... That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to exhaust you faster than you think. Yeah. And it's going to be hard to control. I, li- I Taking those boxes upstairs, not realizing they were 60 pounds, thinking they were, like, closer to 100. Because I'm like, oh, yeah. That's, I mean, well, I took breathers in between them. Because I'm going upstairs in these giant, oversized boxes, weighing sixty pounds a piece. So, all I'm trying to say is that it would have uh, um, uh, made more sense to grab two of the smaller ones because you'd be able to fight better with them. Well, we also this guy fights demons. Fair. So, oh, then you know he's got fucking crucifixes like. Uh, emblazoned on all of his tools. Yeah, exactly. Has him blessed, you know, like uh, the golf mm-hmm. club in uh, uh, Dogma. <laughs> Fuck, I haven't thought about that movie in forever. <clears throat> so, Martha is... <laughs> here, here we were just talking about not going on tangents. And like, in the first 15 seconds of this one, we're like, oh, by the way, more... I've been like, 
two minutes, but whatever. But Martha now, gets a mouth, nose, and eye full of demon goo. Uh, and she is seeing memories of this demon. And it turns out that it was um, this fellow that went off to war. Uh, I'm going to say the World War Two more than likely. That's what it looks like, yeah, probably. Of course, it could, could be, be Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But regardless, the, it's it's you know it was it was an actual like he actually went off to war war. Like, yeah, he. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Nam World War. You say you say Nam. I mean, the military outfits look more Nam. Yeah, you know what? Guess, yeah, we're it's, it's probably Nam. Regardless, he goes off to war. He asks his girl before he leaves. He asks his girlfriend to marry him, and, and she's uh, like, she's hey, like, no, bring it back to me. And yeah, that's this will back. give you uh, incentive to survive. The problem is, is he gets back and she moved on. I didn't know that you were going to be coming back. I'm sorry. I just assumed that, you know, you had died. Like, fuck off, bitch. No, Jesus Christ. So, um, Martha is having this experience and basically coughs up the demon yeah. out of her. Um, and it, it, I mean, the demon looks like it actually got, like, hurt uh, at that. But, uh, Bud, Bud Light Exorcist comes up and goes to attack Martha. And he's like, what'd you do with my demon? And and she's like, uh, it, it attacked me. It just wants its ring back. And, uh, he's like, no, listen here, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you're playing for Satan's ball team, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And, uh, she's like, dude, uh, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And he's like, I'm going to bash your little whore head in because that's how, you know, he's a, uh, you know, uh, real douchebag is he just automatically starts calling women whores and uh, yeah yeah we uh, swing over to Ibrahim's Ibrahim's uh, apartment that he's staying in uh, the in Grand the hotel Avenue in yeah in sorry uh, he gets a phone call from Amy with uh, who works at the CDC with him and I'm assuming it definitely sounds like these two have a history oh yeah um and she's just trying to, first off, she's trying to figure out if he's learned anything new on the case. And then she kind of is like, hey, so... Well, when you're you... smoking again, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. And like, when you get back, we can maybe do something. And he's like, yeah, I gotta go. We, I mean, there's not really a whole lot of information there, honestly. But uh, you, you, the important thing is these two had a, have a history. Yeah. Maybe even a relationship of sorts. Who knows? But Don't know. And then we go back to May... Who is still tied up, and as she is, you know, waiting there for uh, the Bud Light Exorcist to come back, the demon comes through instead. You know, it's talking about the and, ring. And, and What's the out, ring back? Turns out that uh, we were wrong all along. It's not an alien. It's not a demon. It's a very badly drawn golem. That's wrong. The ring is wrong. But anyways, um, <laughs> and uh, she's like, uh, uh, no, no, no. And uh, she's like, look, I don't know what you want, but uh, I don't want you inside of me. And uh, it's. Uh... But it, she does. So that. OK, so this is the other confusing thing is the, the demon. Her. Well, before that, oh. the demon is like getting up in her face and May is like, I don't know what you want. Please don't hurt me. Get away from me. Um, you know, I didn't even know you. I didn't even know you existed. OK. I was just doing a favor for my mom. I barely know Mrs. Vang. And this is where the demon says Vang, Vang real bad, want to have it. I don't, I, I, again, this, this thing's been talking about a ring, about coming back. 
whatever. That, yeah. But yeah, touches May's face and kind of leaves like a scar. A burn. Yeah. Uh, and then Martha comes in, tells the thing to stop, and says, "This is what you want. This is what's important to you. Um, well, come get it." And leads the demon out of the garage to the river. I guess I don't know. Yeah, it looks like a river, a fast flowing river. Um, and she checks the ring in. No, she doesn't. She is like trying to lure it over, but the demon jumps at her. She ducks, and the demon falls into the river, and uh, then like evaporates. Uh, running water. It's a thing. This is not this aliens from Signs, okay? <laughs> we don't. This know is a demon. Is. Remember? Hey, hey, look. All I'm saying is that uh, ru- running water is supposed to um, have magical negative really? effects on magic. Yes, that I never knew. Not Interesting. Know. Um, and Martha like realizes that she fucked up real quick, so she tries to actually help the demon. tries tries to help it out of the water, but can't do anything about it. Yeah, because it dissolves. Yeah. So she goes back into the garage to get May off of the goddamn <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to to untie to May. get made down from the the tow truck. See, what I don't understand is what the fuck did he tie her up with that she's got to use a fucking hacksaw to get her out. Well, of? probably just ropes, but they don't have time to untie it all. Although, like, you could have time to saw through it. I don't know. I mean, I guess if you saw through one part of the rope, it's not pretty quick for the rest of it. Should, but that's also assuming that. I mean, that's three different ties, probably. True, yeah. Both arms and the body. Yeah. Unless he's a douchebag, which he is, and just tied it all with one rope, which Fair. I could totally see him yeah. doing. But he, uh, Maeve's just like, hey, we you know, we have to hurry. The psycho, he's going to come back. And he's like, he's he's going to come back, but he's going to take some time. He's, it's he's gonna working take on, he's working with one leg because I stabbed a, a branch into his other one. Yep. At least he was smart enough not to take the uh, branch out of his leg. Right, yeah. Which is kind of disappointing, actually. But. Also, what's kind of smart is him having a couple stashes around his house. I'm uh, I'm going to say this right here and right now. That's a wooden box. Oh, that thing would have been dissolved. Well, it's not just that, but it would not have protected any of that stuff that was in there from the elements. And therefore, it would have all been rusty. And uh, his... I mean, to be fair, that uh, that arrowhead doesn't look all that good. Fair. But uh, his crossbow also probably would not be in the best shape because it's been out in the freezing cold. But that's also, I mean, how, when was the, uh, do, 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 don't know. Yeah, it doesn't actually say. Maybe he actually goes over there, like, checks these drops yeah, once a week. check on them, but like I said. This, he this keeps, them, still... keeps them well maintained. But, okay, I don't know if you know much about, like, how plastic works and how when it's freezing no, cold it's, and you bend it. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. His crossbow would have shattered. Um, but this is this part right here, this is where you know he's a real quality guy because he's, like, uh, he's bitching. He's like, oh, you pissed me off before, but now the power of Christ is going to compel you to choke on my motherfucking dick. <laughs> so you know also that he is obviously uh, going to be doing some non-consensual things to these girls. What? Which he might have been planning to do to made all the whole I long. think, yeah, I think he really was. He, does, he, does he doesn't seem, seem like, like a uh, very... Team, well, no, team player is not the right word. Um, upstanding citizen. There, there you go. go. So Martha and May are going to hop on a snowmobile... But before they can actually do that, uh, Douchebag gets his, his 
crossbow bolt, you know, shot off, hits Martha in and the pins, hand. Pins her right hand to her chest. Yep. And she's like, well, hey, uh, you're going to have to drive. <laughs> Just like nonchalant, like whatever. Yeah. And th- this part though, right here, after they take off, she's like, oh, God damn it. It's already started to heal over. And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, don't, don't ask. Just fucking drive. They take a jump and it pulls it, pulls out, of- it out of her chest. Like, oh, that works. Okay. Ugh. But yeah, she she quickly pulls it out, throws it down. Her hand yeah. heals. Um, douchebag hops on the other snowmobile and is chases her down because he up. actually knows how to use a snowmobile, whereas May has no idea how to actually drive it. So she's not going as fast as she probably could have to get away from him. Correct. Um, but, but he, also more weight. There's two yeah, people versus one person. Um, but he pulls up beside him, and Martha decides that she's gonna you know hop over to his. Before that though, he's yelling at May saying. Look, that I is a that's a devil in disguise. He is the Prince of Lies. What do they say? That's the Prince of Lies acting as your friend, saving you from danger. What's that's what the devil does, May. He gets close when you need when you're in need. Right? He acts like he cares about you and then and he's got this look in his eyes of like, I know that feeling. Like he did this to me. So in all reality I've seen things. Well, I think it's that. I think he actually was like a I'm not even gonna say a Satanist. He definitely like Love the devil and was doing everything for the devil, and then the devil like probably spurned him for the new hotness, and he is just so he's taking care of demons as a fuck you to the devil. Maybe or maybe uh, or it could be May just flipping him off. Yeah, or I was say maybe he's just a piece of shit, or maybe maybe he sees. Uh, oh yeah, May is flipping him off. Right <laughs> um, but then uh, he keeps he keeps like running his snowmobile into their snowmobile, trying to you know uh, wreck them so yep. that he can take care of the job. And uh, this is where Martha Martha sees. Over. Yeah, Martha sees that they're heading towards the um, highway, so she jumps across and onto his. Um, and while he's trying to like you know beat her down from the thing, she uh, drives her snowmobile out in front of a semi truck. Yep. And wrecks. It. And as the thing explodes, she gets thrown off and into the snow. May goes to pick her up, and uh, she is laughing like a fucking maniac her... with her mangled, broken body. Dude, her wrists are broken. Her knee is, or her leg at her knee is broken and bent backwards. I am really confused as to what is sticking out of her. Because at first I thought they were supposed to be bones. But one of them could, the one on the right side could be a rib bone, but the one on the left side is definitely not. It's like wood or something, which is weird because the semi definitely didn't have wood on it. And neither did the snowmobile. Yeah. Maybe it's the trees that she hit on it when she landed. <laughs> but um, I don't know. But then we go back to um, Dal and Pat's pub where uh, Lester. Lester, I was going to call him Lenny for some reason, comes in and he's uh, the guy's like, "Oh, I thought you didn't come down here to mingle with the people. You know, I thought you didn't like the booze." He's like, "I'm not here for booze." He's like, "I'm just uh, yeah, one tomato juice, squeeze of lemon, two olives, please." And like, yeah, he's not drinking alcohol but yeah he also can't stay at his place right now he's and, 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 hearing some weird things well and that's what they say they're like oh well, he's like uh i haven't seen you since like maybe 61 he's like yeah i've been having trouble sleeping actually something i'm not familiar with and they're and they're the guy's like what you figured some stimulating conversation would help and tomato juice would help me he's like no i was hoping to find somebody else's bed to sleep in as he's, <laughs> he saying, looks as over he's to... looking over at these older ladies yep. that are sitting at a table like first off good for him i mean look lester you're, I thought you were a creep earlier, but you you know, you're just being you. I get it. And uh, You're a player. Yeah, exactly. Keep playing. And then, and then the guy's like, so what's wrong? You got some loud neighbors up there? And he's like, actually, yes. And we see a little baby demon. Crying. 
Yep, and that's really, what he heard earlier. Yeah, which is really fucking like that's that's why this whole thing is just fucked up as far as the demon alien things go. Well, hold up, we'll get there. We're almost done. We'll um, we'll start complaining here in just a minute. But uh, they drive. Uh, we go back to May and Martha, and mm-hmm. they're driving away on the snowmobile. Gets to which, Martha's car. This is what I don't understand. They waited until emergency services showed up before they drove away. Y- yeah. Maybe it took her a while oh, I to, guess to re, get her back uh, yeah. on. Okay, that's fair. But she walks her over to the car, and uh, you know, she's like, oh, and May's like, oh, you're a revivor. And she's like, yep. And she's like, you know, what's it like, and blah, blah, blah. And, uh... uh well, she's like, yeah, what, uh, what's it like to come back? I mean, how how did it feel? And Martha's like, yeah, always on, aren't you, huh? Always trying to report. Yep. And, and May goes to reach for her phone to, like, actually take an interview. And Martha's like... Oh yeah, I grabbed it while we were on the bike. I couldn't didn't know if I could trust you or not. Um, Guess it doesn't matter much now. Yeah, because it was all crushed into little pieces. Yep, and she's like, "Trust me." What? What do you mean? Trust me with what? And she's like, "It's hard enough, you know, being this way without letting having everybody know that I am a reviver, mm-hmm. and I know that you'd say something to somebody because you know." Yeah, and she's like, "The world deserves truth." Like, what? So you can be famous, get paid better? Like, fuck all that. It's like it's whatever. Like this is this is all shit. Like, do you, do you want to ride home or not? Um, back to the police department, and we get Jamie, obviously upset about Justin being killed, um, goes to her car, and there is a note in there, which was weird, because it was, and I mean, this is, the I'm only being nitpicky about it because the story was so whatever, but the note is written, and it's written perfectly to line up with this panel. Which is so annoying. Uh-huh. Uh, a Judas kiss for Christ. A Ju- Judas kiss for Justin. A sin punished by torture. A burial in Potter's Field. And again, I say it it matches up with the panel because the page is at an angle. But the panel is straight down. And you wouldn't be able to read all of it. Whatever. Yeah. And again, it makes no sense. Unless somebody killed Justin that wasn't the dad. Yeah. But even then, uh, it wouldn't be buried in Potter's Field. Exactly. Like so. I, yeah. Okay. So um, unless dun dun dun. Bum bum bum. Justin so, and Jamie killed somebody and hid their body, and that's what they're talking about. But anyways, maybe. So we're back to Dana's house, and she is watching a movie with uh, her son, with Cooper, who has fallen asleep, and she's looking over Martha's phone records and notices that. There was a shit ton of phone calls to one Aaron Weimer uh, at multiple times during the day and night. And she puts it together real quick that what was going on there. Yeah, obviously. Uh, And speaking of which, we go to the professor's house and he is having a bad time performing for his wife. Um, Which too bad she doesn't seem like she's that bad looking. Yeah, she looks, I mean, she, she looks cute. Uh, and he's like, well, I just got a lot on my mind, so uh, I just got to go get some writing down. And it is, I don't I don't even care what he's writing about. Oh, that, it, no, no. What he's writing about is important. Oh, okay, go ahead. Uh, so close, our breath mixed like a new element. This light, too bright, too blue, too cold, humming to a rhythm not ours, illuminating the lack of guilt. Her freckles black on a white canvas like a negative of the sky. He was talking about Martha. He was writing a poem about okay. fucking Martha. See, here's the problem for me. At this point in the story, I stopped caring. Fair. Because I had no idea what the... Five issues in, I still have no idea what the fuck is going on. He killed her. No, I know that. Oh, okay. 
But no, I meant with the whole story itself. But okay, so yeah. by this final page, there's still I'm nothing like, that happened in the I don't story know arc what the yeah yeah. And the we end with Martha sitting oh. outside the house, crying blood. Well, no, it's blood. Pretty sure, yeah, it is blood, but pretty sure it's just from before. Could be. And then the final page. Well, that was the final page. But then this page, I thought was the final page, but it's actually just a like a, a variant cover of issue one. Gotcha. The blood in the snow. Because it, it looks like it could have been a part of this, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It, the bad thing is, this. I didn't mind the story. I just have no idea what's going on. Well, and, and the story would have been better if it would have been going somewhere. I mean, it might be going somewhere, and we might get it later on. But Again, there's nothing that we get for the story in this other than this setup. this is the first trade. And I don't know about you, but I've read enough trades to where... The first trade, the first five issues... Is important. Usually sets up the whole story yeah, yeah. going forward while still solving at least one mystery. Exactly. Nothing was solved in this. Exactly. Oh, the alien things are demons. Maybe. Okay. I'm still not 100% on that. Right? So, I don't know. It. All in all, like, I am... I just wanted to make sure that heater was off because it was pointed right at your bag. Oh, that's fair. I got nothing in there right now. Except for my bag. Um, like That's because the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I will read this next volume and... See if you get any see if kind I, of... Yeah, if I maybe like it actually partial is... Partial closure or at least some kind of um, um, plot movement. And like like I said earlier, the story is written by Tim Seeley and I like a lot of his work. He wrote, there, he wrote some good Nightwing stories. He wrote some... Oh, I actually had it looked up. Um, there was... Every time you reach over there, I'm like, why is he reaching for castles of the world every time he wants <laughs> to know something? Sorry. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, yes, castles of the world, where I've stored all of my information. <laughs> um, let's see, yeah, Nightwing, Hackslash, which I've read a few of those. Those, were, those weren't bad. Uh, he did some Grayson stuff, so more Dick, more Dick Grayson, more Nightwing stuff. Um, actually, a lot of Nightwing stuff. Uh, let's see, there's some Green Lantern, I've read those. Some Suicide Squads, which were f- okay. So he's had his hand, oh, it looks like some Wonder Woman. He's had his hand in a lot of he's DC a stuff. He's a lot of DC stuff, yeah. Um, but I know the Hack Slash is a big one. Hack Slash is a, like, a horror comic of sorts. Um, Sounds oh, like it. <laughs> did some blood sh- Bloodshot. <laughs> That's, ooh. Oh, even some uh, Hellblazer. So, like, I know a lot of Tim Seeley work. This is just so weird. Like, wor- like I'm not going to say worse than weird. It's just, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And like I said, hopefully. It gets better. Hopefully the next volume will explain some things away. I'll read it, and if it doesn't, I think this might be the only time we read this, honestly. Uh, yeah, I agree. Because if it, like I said, if the next one doesn't actually give any kind of. Um, context or clues. Well, not, not just context clues, but like any kind of. Um. um solution solving like I, I get it that this is setting it up but it doesn't do a very good job of setting up anything except for just leaving us wondering what the fuck is going well, and on like we've complained about throughout the whole thing names if uh, you're not getting names for the people until three issues in why it, it, why because exactly, you you write them off as unimportant if you don't get a name for them right so then when they come back up it's like uh, but even that like the, you're getting their name the second time you see them yeah and I get that for some context or some like <coughs> mysteries but like 
no. Like, we didn't get Choi. And again, like, Choi may be one that doesn't show up again. Okay, fine. But, but he that, was important in the beginning. Exactly. And, and you know, it should have been something that was, uh, like, even if they would have just had um, uh, Dana address them, you know, Mr. and Mrs. This, Mr. Choi or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like that, yeah, sure, that makes sense. I would have liked that, but no, they didn't do that. So, all in all, I, I can't... This... I can't say that this isn't a bad story. We just didn't like it. We won't know if it's a bad story or not until they actually write the fucking story. <laughs> uh, but, and like I said, there's only like 40-some issues, so, I mean, I could easily... Burn through it. Burn through it. Well, yeah, I mean, hell, I, when I was talking to you before we started recording, um, I 34 issues of Skull Kickers that I read all in a week. So I could probably punch through another 30 issues. Well, fuck, dude. I finished off those, uh, the first, what, three compendiums of uh, um, Invincible. Invincible yeah. in what? But two? guess what? That had a compelling story. Fuck yeah, it did. That from drew the you in. Yes. This. Might be a drag to get through the other 30 issues. Yeah, that's true. 35 issues. Whatever. Actually, it might, because I think it's like 44 issues total. Ew. So it'd be like 39 issues. <laughs> Whatever. It's all on Hoopla. On, I'll watch it. I'll read it that send way. Emily, a message real quick to keep any sharp objects away from you while you're. Uh... <laughs> Fair enough. Um, thank you guys for listening. I'm sorry this one isn't. Now, look, we, we have no problems whatsoever reading and covering bad stories to protect our listeners from having the but i but like the bad stories that we have covered have been like all of the older 70s fun bad stories fun bad stories make fun of bad stories not the bad stories where it's like why am i even reading this bad this is a modern tale you know 2012 was when this came out and it's bad my god i don't like that that's insane. Oh fuck, it is, isn't it? Yeah, but still, that's that's not that's a decade old as opposed to fifty and sixty years old, right? Where the where the writing and everything has changed so much in so drastically. Yeah, in fifty years, that, like not just the writing, but the lingo yeah. and the um, get some more bag rustling in there. There you go. Yep, go ahead. I was trying to be real quiet. Really um, hard with the bag. Anyway, but, but the the lingo, you know, like like we said, you know, the the like the flash were terrible, but it was so much fun to make fun of because yes. it was literally dumb. God, that was so bad. But like even even like Captain America and Thor, like yeah. those are just yeah, exactly so bad. Uh, anyway, but yeah, speaking of, we got Captain America coming up here real soon. Uh, um, thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow us, we are on Twitter at Comic Rundown, on Instagram at Comic Book Rundown. And we've got an email. You guys can email us, comicbookrundown at gmail.com. We have got shirts on T Public and Redbubble. Thank you. Uh, you can rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcasting app of choice you use. Uh, if you do, let us know. Send us a DM or send us an email. We'll read them on an upcoming episode. Uh, and then our song was done by Joe from Rick Podcast. And what happens next to us? Um, I feel like we've covered everything. I think so. so. Uh, Bye. See you.